think it's a debauchery cosplay like thing where the person is like debaucherized and cosplayed at the same time. How could you be debaucherized and cosplayed all at the same time? I've been cosplayed because I have I didn't have the right weapon for the cosplay. And then I was debaucherized because I was uh, too sexually aroused at the same time as not being uh, in love. Oh, fuck. What? Sex without love is debauchery. Sex with love is also Sex with love is also debauchery. Okay, no, that's good. Yeah, you're right. That's good. I agree with that. But then, how could it? How could there not be a love? How could there not be love? How could there not be love? How could there not be love? If there is sex and if there is a an egg fertilization pot- potential possibility. No, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. I agree. Like that 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 um, that nurse. Uh, you know, I had sex with her twice, and I, you know, I, you know, I'm of course I'm a, a nice guy, right? So I took time to talk to her and find out about her and what she was doing and why she was doing what she was doing. And holy fuck, and apparently, if you can believe her, and I believed her, she seemed like an honest woman. I was the first one that she'd ever done this with, right? And she hadn't had sex for a long time, right? And so, of course, what do I do? I get down there, you know, and I just licked her pussy, and I, I kissed her clitoris, and she came up, she was like you, the fucking volcano was going off. You know, and I'm going, holy shit, this woman has had sex for a long time, you know, and, uh, and she, you know, and she was quite happy, like she, I think, I, I think, you know, for her, the first time to, to, you know, to be, and I was paying her for this, and I'm going, she should be paying me, <laughs> you know, because I'm really, you know, she's really, really, really enjoying this, right? And she got more out of it than I did, and I was paying for it, you know, which was fine. I mean, I didn't give a shit. You know, I was lonely, and I was, you know, living with my dog, and I was living in a van, and so, you know, it was. So there you go. Her name was Sarah, and she was paying off her. She bought a condo, and she was paying the mortgage off, and I thought that was admirable. I was quite happy to help pay her mortgage off. She was a nice lady. She was a very nice lady. And she was old. She was, you know, she was not a 25-year-old. She was 50 years old, right? It's a little a little old to be starting out as a career as a, as a hooker, you know, but there you go. 
Yeah, but it's not at all to want to pay your condo off. Well, exactly. She was being realistic, and she and she wasn't she wasn't getting any sex. So why not get paid to get fucked? You know. It sounded like a hell of a deal. You know. It only works because men are desperate. Yeah, well, women are desperate too. Pay that condo. She was she was desperate, but she was getting paid to be <laughs> get her. I mean, it was. But women have that power. Let's face it. Women yeah. have the power. This is well, this is where your power differential is coming from. She is desperate to pay her condo off. You are desperate to have sex. Yeah, but she's desperate to have sex and her pay her condo off, so she gets. No, she is more desperate to pay her condo off. No, she was not desperate to pay the condo off. Yes, she was. Well, whatever. Yeah, no, you're right in that sense, yeah. No, I thought it was I thought it was quite creative. I, I, I quite admired her, but you might as well get paid to have your have your condo paid off. We had a bit of a nice um, tease with Lena. Tease, a tease with Lena. I had a tease with Lena. <laughs> I did have a tease with Lena. I said, Lena! Lena! I said, what? Uh, is a millennial gonna say about uh, and then she said and I said and we had like a really good <laughs> really nice conversation of which I have no recollection other than that it was fun and Nina held onto her own when I was pulling out all the stops of like being intellectual and international space station DNA, whatever, a word that I could throw at her. Anyway, I'm really glad you're back with your blanket of smudge. I want you and Lola to be with me forever. Okay, let's drink to that. Because I don't want to live without you guys. I don't. Okay, let's do it. Oh, I can hardly wait till we start having puppies. I think it's gonna be fucking hilarious. This is gonna be a. a, a you want more? Mm hmm. Oh shit, I think we drank just about drank the bottle. We're doing good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'm really excited about having the puppies. I think it's gonna be really, really, really fun. But it's really fun to have her. Oh god, yeah, it's gonna be great. Oh, Lola, great. I love you, Lola. I l Here she goes. Lola, bye bye, Lola. Well, bye she loves you. bye, Lola. She slept in your bed last night, she missed you so much. I can't live without that, Lola. I can't. I can't live without that. Well, you don't have to. And we're gonna have six oh, little Lola's. We're gonna have six little Lola's running around. It's gonna be hilarious.
Yeah, but you don't understand what that means. Like, there has not been a time and space that I have said that I can't live without that since Freddy. Since Fre Freddy, I said I can't live without Freddy. I said that. I said, if Freddy dies, there's going to be like a big fucking explosion happening. And it did. Like when Freddy died, I left Raymond. I went to you. And that was like the result of Freddy dying. Mm -hmm. In so many ways. Well, I'm only sorry that I never get them. I never did get to meet Freddy. But I met him through his paint, through the painting. Yeah. He's in the painting. He's immortal in that fucking painting. I love that painting. <sighs> I love that one we did. Remember we? That was really, really hilarious. And we did the show at the I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And you drank, you, you drank, you, you <sighs> drank the bar. There was, by the time you were finished, there was no, no wine left in the bar. You drank all the fucking wine. Mm. And your painting had a really good spot in the gallery. Everybody saw it. I know. It was fantastic. Mm. And then you drove home, and you drove about 20 miles an hour over Lionsgate Bridge. And there was a huge fucking lineup of cars behind you. Because I, I, I lost my license, right? So you were driving. And you were so fucking drunk. I can't believe you drove. You managed to drive all the way from Lonsdale in Vancouver. All the way to Sixth and Granville without fucking killing us. But without the cops stopping us, without the cops. Without, oh, exactly. Holy shit, they would have thrown you in jail for sure. You were so fucking drunk. But you did it, man. I was, I was impressed. Yeah, you're an amazing woman. You really are. I can get away from the cops so many times, and then finally they fucking get me. Well, eventually they're gonna get you. Exactly. I mean, I got away from them for a lot of years, and they finally got me too. That's okay. It's no big deal. You just deal with it. <coughs> It's all boot camp, as boxing would say. I would like to say this. I would like to say kudos to me, kudos to you for being in Vancouver and doing this thing. We did it. We fucking did it. And you were, and we never would have. I said that to Manny. <laughs> He totally agreed with me. He said, yeah, I said, I said, Christina came up with this crazy idea of getting her American citizenship. And what's the fucking logic of that? Why did she need It didn't make any sense. But she came to me and said, I'm gonna, I'm going, I'm moving to Port Robbie. And, and Raymond said, I'm not moving to Port Robbie. I said, and I said, let's fucking do it. Whatever you want to do, let's do it. Well, you wanted to be closer to me than Raymond was. Well, exactly. I mean, I thought, oh my God, this is the German You can move in, you can move this, in. This is the German, to the German goddess. Dreaming about mm -hmm. my whole fucking life. Yeah, but you there. didn't understand that I was a su suicidal fucking wreck. Yeah, well, I, no, I ignored, I ignored the sentence because I was too busy, you know, having fun and painting pictures and talking to all these incredible people and meeting, you know, meeting Corky and, and 
yeah. and yeah. Dan and, and all those guys, and we had an amazing time. Yeah. Marsha Big too. Yeah, but you ignored my pain. Oh, but I didn't realize how, what kind of pain you're in. I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah, but you didn't. You just didn't see it. I was in so much pain. I was in so much fucking pain. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. That one night when when I was uh, lying in my bed and you, you, you sick that fucking asshole on me singing that fucking Despacito song. What? Her, Howard? Harold? Hector? Ha that guy, what an asshole. <sighs> Fuck. Who was that real prick? I couldn't believe it. He was so pissed off. But you sicked him on me. Yeah. I was like, I was hiding away and you were like. No, 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 no. That yeah. Who did no, that? No, I, no, that was not my idea. Who did whose idea was that? I don't know whose idea it was. Whose friend was no, he was whose friend was he, that guy? Like he was uh, from, Oscar. Was it Oscar's friend? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Hector. Hector. Harold, Hector, not Harold. Hector? It's like <sighs> Yeah, he was fucking weird, that guy. He was really fucking weird. Uh, I was already hurting. Really I was at that time. I was already hurting so hard. I was already hurting so hard. I, I was just like beyond hurting. I was like, I'm hurting so hard. Please let me lie in my bed. Don't fucking annoy me. Don't come here. Don't come here. Go away. Go away. Go away. Go away. Go away. I was like, go away. I'm hurting. Yeah, I know you were. You were trying to make me feel good. I know, but it was close. It was really, you know, it was tr I was trying to feel good, and I realized that somebody, you were trying to make me feel good, but I, I was hurting so hard already. I was hurting so hard. I was hurting so hard already because it was such a fucking hurtful situation. For which you, I don't know that you have any idea. <sighs> it was our gallery going belly up. No, we did fine. Belly up. No, it was fine. Belly up. That was okay. Belly up. The reality was we couldn't keep on living in the back of that gallery because eventually the city of Vancouver would have shut us down anyway. I don't think there would have, actually. Maybe not. I think the idea was that we were too scared of living there and oh, I was never scared. too never. worried that we were no, going to no. be. I was never scared, never worried about anything. I was totally freaking confident in what I was doing. Okay, so this is what was happening. The thing that was happening was that I was not able to understand that we were going to live there indefinitely. I was not able to understand that we were going to live there indefinitely and it would have been okay. That's what I was not able to understand. It was, it was, it, it's not black and white. It was
was totally organic. You know, this is what people can't get their head around. You just take it day by day and see how it goes, right? That's what you said. Well, it's just the way it is. That's the way it is in life. Not for me, it's not. You just live day by day. No, not for me, it doesn't work like that. What does it work for you? It, It works for me if you say to me, Christina, we are going to have to live here indefinitely like this. We are going to have to live here indefinitely. Well, I would, I would say that about this, this space we're in right now. I would say that about right here. I know, but if you had said no, I would that never. about if you had said that about Granville Street, if you had said that about Granville Street, if you had said, Christina, we are going to have to live here indefinitely. But you didn't, because why did you not say that? Because even if, even if we had lived there indefinitely, you would still not have been able to afford it. You would still not have been able to afford it. You wouldn't have been able to afford it. You would not have been able to afford it even if we had lived there indefinitely. That's right. Yeah. That's why we moved, we got away from there. No. Yeah. And I was thinking that we were getting away from there because I was emotionally unable to stay there. Which was also the case. Both reasons. For both reasons, that's why we got out of there. We realized that it didn't work. That's the bottom line. It didn't work financially or emotionally or whatever. Had to get the fuck out of there. I had to, and I had to get you out of there. Cause you, you know, you were, you were, fuck, you were in fucking jail. You were throwing shit out on Granville Street. You were, which was fine. You know, I mean, we, we. You know, we just called it an installation. I mean, it installation. Was, we had to, we had to get you out of there. That's why I got you down into the condo. I had to get you out of there into the condo. Yeah, but the condo was worse. And then you, <laughs> then you went to St. Paul's. Fuck. You, you got to live in a penthouse in fucking Vancouver. Fucking that pent, that psych ward was. You had the what of you? Holy shit! You could see forever in there. And you met all these interesting people. And it was like me going to jail, except it was way nicer. Then fucking Wilkie, believe me, the psych ward was a was a fucking dream compared to the way I was living. No, it was good. It was a good experience. It was all good. It was all fucking good, as far as I'm concerned. No. No, it wasn't good. No, well, that's the way I see it. It was good for me. It wasn't good for you. No. It was all experience. It got only worse. Well, whatever. I mean, it was all a good experience for me. I'm talking about my point of view, not your point of view. See, I go back to Vancouver to 1954. Okay, I was a kid in Vancouver. 19, I remember Vancouver 1954. I, I remember Vancouver earlier than that. See, so it's like for me. It's like going home. For you, you're from Kiel. You're not at home. You're, you're in another fucking planet from where I'm at, right? So for me, it's all part of the jigsaw puzzle of Vancouver. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's and it's exciting, and it's it's it, you know, it's like I've I've been 
I've done everything in Vancouver. I've done everything fucking you could imagine in Vancouver in, since 1954 when I was a little, you know, I was, how old was I? Six years old. I remember Vancouver vividly. I used to ride around, I used to ride around on streetcars that don't exist anymore, right? With, with my mother, I can remember. I remember the smell of the pollution. It smelled like baked beans. It wasn't baked beans at all. It was electrical pollution. Uh, that's what it was. Oh, well, you know, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's it's. I, I, if you can under if you can understand the way I see it, see it, then you know, it wasn't Kiel, you know, or or Osterberg. It was fucking Vancouver, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am beginning to see that. But I definitely didn't see them when I was there. It was just there. a di- different wrinkle in the equation for me. But I was glad to get the fuck out of there because it wasn't really. See, Vancouver in 2019 or whenever we were there is not the way it was in 1975 or 1954. It's totally fucking different, and and I don't like it. I don't like it the way it is now. I preferred it the way it was back then. Brian. Vancouver in 2019, when we were there, is not like Vancouver in 2020. This Vancouver in 2020 must be totally so fun. much more horrible. Well, with this corona, it's totally fine. Uh-huh. That's okay. The people adjust. It's just a wrinkle in the equation. Who cares? You just deal with it, man. Life is, life is just... Deal with whatever the cards that are played you and just deal with it. That's what I do. Why do you do that? Because I'm very flexible. Why don't you say, why don't you stand up and say, you gave me cards that I don't want to play. You fuckers, take your cards back. Why do you (laughs) never say that? Why do you never say that? Why do you never say that? how to shove your cards in your asses. Plan A is to say to people, give your cards back to the Indians and shove them up your asses. Is plan A. That's what that is. Plan B is something where you are becoming more conciliatory. The Indians are all dead because we gave them fucking Plan B is when I become more conciliatory. If you want me in a plan B, then phone me and I will give you a plan B.